Hey, this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And before the episode starts, we just want to make you guys aware of a very special event. The Game Show Show Live this Friday on TucsonImprov.com and the Tucson Improv Movement Facebook page. That's right. You can buy a digital ticket and support the theater that way, but you will also get to see some very special contestants. That's right. From the Never Not Funny podcast, Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. That's right. And the host of the Game Show Show is none other than yours truly, Kurt Leaders. And of course, Jen Lampfers <laughs> is one of the star improvisers on the team, along with Timmy Budinger and Susan Leonetti. So if you haven't gotten enough of Kurt and Jen on this podcast, you can see them live on Zoom this Friday at 7 o'clock. Hey, this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And this is Kurt and Jen with the podcast. Today, we are going to break down the humor of the band Vampire Weekend. Which I, when you said this band, the first thing that I thought of was Halloween. And why did I think of Halloween, Kurt? Well, because I went as (laughs) Vampire Weekend with (laughs) one less E than you might be thinking. The, uh... Yes, it was a pun. I always enjoy a good pun costume. So I dressed up as The Weeknd if he were a vampire. It is. It was so good. It was such a good costume. And I am very sad that it is not Halloween right now. <laughs> um, that is all. That is all. I, then, okay. So refresh my memory. We This was shortly after we had met. So I didn't. Yes. Uh, and... Did you did you figure it out? Did you I did figure, figure out? it out. I was like, that's okay. pretty obvious, but I don't know. Did nobody else figure it out? Nobody else figured it out. Oh, I'm sorry. And it, yeah, I don't you think put there are a lot into that. I, I did. I know. I, I don't. Th- I think that the problem was that there's not enough people that have the intersection of musical knowledge of both the weekend and that Vampire Weekend. That is true. That you, is you, however, no problem. No problem. No problem. Right here. Um, I think. For Halloween this year, or this past year, I went again as Pumpkin Pie, uh, which I go as almost every year, because I love a good mathematical reference in my costume. Very good. Yes. But but that's not what you dressed up as at, at our party. No, at your party, I dressed up as a Ravenclaw, because my husband made robes for all of us um, when my uh, older son was really into Harry Potter. And then he promptly decided that he did not care for them, even though my husband had made them like by hand using heavy linen and like very accurate, beautiful materials. Uh, I think he went as his third costume for that week, which was the Grim Reaper, uh, oh, wow. which was fine. He was Kylo Ren. He was a, he was Harry Potter. And then he was also a Grim Reaper. I think which, that if I were doing all three of those, I'd probably use the same robe. Which you is... you can't though for the Grim Reaper because <laughs> the Gryffindor robes are red trimmed, and that doesn't feel Reaper to me. Okay, so you wear it inside out so that the trim isn't showing. No, <laughs> inappropriate. Okay, inappropriate. All right. Well, let's... it would have worked for Kylo Ren. I will give you that because it has okay. the, like the red accents. You know, as as one would know for the dark side. Okay, I just 
engaged you in that discussion so all of our listeners know how much of a Halloween nerd you are. Look, Halloween is the greatest, it's the most wonderful time <laughs> of the year. Okay, I know that that song was explicitly for Christmas, but let's be honest, it doesn't need it. The most <laughs> wonderful time of the year is Halloween. And one day, one day, I will have Calabrese play at our house for a Halloween party because I have been threatening my husband with it for years. One day. All, all right. Well, Calabrese, the horror punk band from Phoenix, uh, made of three brothers, all of the last name Calabrese, and they are wonderful dudes. So let's get into some Vampire Weekend oh music. Oh my God. Was today Vampire Weekend? I thought it was Calabrese. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, here we go. All right. Uh, so the first song that I have, and this is a very inside joke, but uh, this is the first thing when I was playing through some uh, Vampire Weekend that made me laugh. So here is a little bit of Step by Vampire Weekend. Okay, so when you said step and it was an inside joke, I was like, oh, clearly it's not with me. And then I heard the line and I was like, oh, it is an inside joke. It's good. (laughs) Yeah, so so he makes the, he talks about uh, such a modest mouse and we had. Do you, do you like a, you know, like a, like a confident mouse or do you want like more of a modest mouse? That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, mouse or a modest mouse i think that every mouse i've ever seen has been awfully bold so i think i'd (laughs) prefer to see one that's a little modest maybe just hangs out outside and doesn't come anywhere near the house that would be great (laughs) (laughs) uh so uh for those of you that don't understand the inside reference there we had a previous episode (laughs) with a listener selection of Modest Mouse. Which is a band we both enjoy. Yes. Yes. Uh, um, but, uh, we, of course, the purpose of this podcast is sort of break down the humor of bands that, uh, you know, bands that we like. And we didn't really find a lot of humor in the Modest Mouse. If to date, it is the lowest rated band between both Jen and I. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a little flashback of that. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I, I still feel bad about that episode because like I appreciate Modest Mouse and I think that they're good, but like I felt like every comment that I made was this song makes me feel like I'm on drugs on that, <laughs> on that episode. And I'm like, I have to get away from this maybe a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Well, so we uh and, and I I had a similar feeling with Vampire Weekend. I think I like Vampire Weekend's music a little bit, but they're they feel like in the same genre same kind of ballpark uh, as modest mouse to me not entirely but not entirely and i will say that the one song that i found by vampire weekend that is so funny is mostly funny because i am a huge grammar nerd um yeah and i know that this one was also on your list kurt but um i really love oxford commas and so i feel like i should take 
the lead on this one. I'm just going to play it from the top because uh, it's delightful and we will have to edit it. So this will be edited when you hear it. But All right. here it is. Oxford comma. Hey, Jen, I actually, instead of playing it from the top where we have to edit it, there's a spot in the middle that I'd actually like to play it. Oh, well, please, by all means. Why would you lie about how much coal you have? Why would you lie about something dumb like that? Why would you lie about anything at all? First the window, then it's to the wall. Why would you take my conversations? Show your pain is at the United Nations. Little John, we always tell. Uh, the the first line of the song, which you played or which you were going to play, is uh, is a, a, I think a very funny line. Um, it is. It's very who, funny. Who gives an f about an Oxford comma? I do. I personally use them. Okay. I prefer them anyway. So, which gets into the line that I played, which is, "Why would you lie about how much coal you have?" And at face value, I didn't sort of understand what that meant, but there is a an example of why an Oxford comma makes sense. And like, for for example, the sentence, uh, I have a hundred pounds of iron, comma, 50 pounds of steel and coal. If, oh, you, don't, if yeah. you don't put in the Oxford comma, you can, you can make it seem like that you've got 50 pounds of coal. That's right. And I... I was looking around just to see if this was like a common example or if this was specifically <laughs> brought up from uh, this Vampire Weekend song. But uh, uh, I thought that was fairly funny. And so, Jen, let's talk about your love of the Oxford comma. Oh, my God. It's so good. It just makes things clearer. And like, I don't understand why anyone would make it like not required. It should always this should always be a requirement. It makes your sentence more clear. I just don't, I just don't, I can't get behind not using an Oxford comma. I just cannot. <laughs> I was 100% sure that you were, you had a strong opinion about this. And I was 99% sure that you have this opinion about it because it's the <laughs> right one. Um, so I, and I, I did it. I also did a quick search on just some Oxford comma examples. And oh this, one, this one struck my fancy. Uh, so I love my parents comma, Lady Gaga, comma, and Humpty Dumpty. So if you don't have the Oxford comma in there, it could read as, I love my parents, comma, Lady Gaga and Humpty Dumpty. And <laughs> that would be, so your parents are Lady Gaga and Humpty Dumpty. Could be interpreted that way. <laughs> oh, that's true. It could be. So. Yeah. Commas so, matter. Commas do matter. That All actually right. reminds me of something. And let me see if I can find it very quickly. Okay. Also, I thought it was very funny that he references Little John and about how Little John always tells the truth. I don't know why he specifically... I don't know exactly how that fits into the rest of the song. But, I don't know uh, either, but who doesn't love Little John? I I don't know anyone that doesn't love Little John. Yeah. Does he have, is that an Oxford uh, apostrophe in his name? I don't know. <laughs> No. Well, it's L I L is actually not a L I L apostrophe is actually not a proper uh, apostrophization. No, it is not because that should only replace a letter or or multiple letters. 
Probably. No? Are you saying? I believe that, I believe if you look it up, it is just one letter that it is supposed to take apart. Interesting. Tell you what, we'll we'll look that up and and, uh, get back to you on that. So one of my favorite, um, and it's not an Oxford comma, but a comma reference that about why commas save lives is let's eat grandma and let's eat comma grandma are two very different sentences. <laughs> I uh, I understand that this is not an Oxford comma, but I appreciate it nonetheless because commas save lives, people. Commas save lives. It's important to note. Excellent. Yes. The uh, Are there other Oxford things or why is this the Oxford comma? I don't, I don't know. I've never asked, but I enjoyed that it had a specific place. Um, attached to this comma? Does it mean I have just... not heard of other places attached to different punctuation marks of any I... kind. All right. I, I think that uh, from here on forward, that an uh, Oxford apostrophe replaces more than one letter. Oh. Let's see if that catches on. Oh, we'll see. We sh- <laughs> I will use it. So another song that I thought was a little bit funny, and there's only really, really one reason why I think it's funny, is off of their new album, um, Harmony Hall, the song Harmony Hall. Do Are you aware of that song? Have you listened to that song? Uh, I have listened to it. Uh, I've, I've played a bunch of their recent songs recently, but uh, didn't didn't spend a lot of time with it. Okay. Well, the reason that I think it's funny is there is a use of a certain instrument and let me see if I can cue it up to that part um, that we have discussed before on this very podcast. Cause I had shameful crooked ends of money lender. Cause I still remember. Anger wants a voice. Voices want to sing. Sinners harmonize. Did it can't hear anything? Thought that I was free from all that questioning. But every time a proud another one begins. There is an instrument that is used in this song uh, that is the vibroslap. And if you watch the video, you will see a very serious member of Vampire Weekend hit a vibroslap in a non-funny way, which makes it even funnier. Because <laughs> he does it so seriously. And I'm like, bro, you know you're holding a vibroslap, right? <laughs> Are you aware? Because your your face and your seriousness of your face would reflect that you are not in fact aware that the instrument's name in your hand is a vibra slap <laughs> i think that a vibra slap can be played seriously no I... it cannot i would like you i would beg you to watch this video which also constitutes the main uh the lead singer wearing boxers and like an undershirt and like a robe for the entire video and i'm like also bro did you know that you're on tv like this is going uh, to like I don't understand. This is what you're. This is what we're working with. You are a big fan of when the men dress up a little bit. To, I'm just uh, saying. <laughs> just saying. Like ladies put in a lot of effort. Why can't you? Why are you in a robe? I don't understand. I don't. So is this a performance where like the band is performing and he's up, you know, up front with the the robe and the boxers or is this? Uh, So they are not, no, they are not like performing the entire time. He is making pancakes in the shape of like um, the like kind of cartoony atomic pattern 
and you're like, what the f- is happening? Um, and then he sits down. he grabs down. a vibra slap? No, no, no. Because so he... <laughs> that would be funny. That would be funny. Uh, he goes to sit down and eat his pancake, I assume. And then the other guy who plays the vibra slap hits the vibra slap in the most serious and like straight faced way that I've ever seen anyone play. But why? 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 But it made me laugh. So it counts. It is one of those instruments that really, you know, should be played with two hands. And so it's not like you can just, you're doing other percussion and all of a sudden you put everything down and hit the vibra slap. So you got to take it seriously. Do, do you? Do yeah, that you, and the triangle. But... And, <laughs> you know, you can't play the triangle with just one hand unless you got a triangle stand, I guess. But <laughs> So you just solved the problem. Well, there you Kurt, go. You just solved the problem. <laughs> Okay, so... Uh, that's what you get here on Curtain Jet Make a Podcast. Ways to fix your triangle playing. Okay, so quick quick go back for some grammar stuff since I know you appreciate it. Oh my God, yes, please. I can't believe you thought there were words that were contracted with more than one letter. I, I didn't say that. I can't believe you can't think of one. No? Nothing? Can't well, okay. is contracted, cannot. N and O. Yeah, I understand. Yes. Yeah, right. I, I got what you said there. <laughs> I think, I I mean, like, it didn't, all right, all right. I'm just and saying, did you look it up, the definition? Did you look up the definition? The definition of what? Of, like, a contraction. Yeah. Okay, what does it say? A contraction is a shortened form of a word that omits certain letters or sounds. Oh, there is. In a contraction, apostrophe represents missing letters. Mm, I'm looking on the Grammarly blog here, so. Oh, well, I trust Grammarly, so you're right. There you go. (laughs) Okay. All right. Back to Vampire Weekend. Okay. Back to Vampire (laughs) Weekend again. Uh, So what is the first Vampire Weekend song that you have heard, that you heard when you heard of Vampire Weekend? I'm not sure that I totally remember because I'm I was I'm familiar with them and I've heard a number of their songs, but I like up until you know we started doing research, I don't know that I could name a single one. What? So, yeah, they're not really high on my list. I, okay. I I know the vibe, and I'm like, if I'm into that vibe, I'll just sort of hit Vampire Weekend and yeah. listen. But what is the vibe for Vampire Weekend in your opinion? Well, it's. I mean, it's it's you know definitely like a, a minimalistic kind of musical vibe. You know, not uh, obviously not heavy rock in any way. Just like real, you know, chill um, and you know relaxed. Something that you could play like over dinner. You know, having a dinner party. Oh my god! I don't think that. The, okay. I, I don't know okay. that they're dinner party music, but okay. <laughs> It could be. I mean, I know they drop an occasional F-bomb here and there. but Well, that's not what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I don't have any problems with the swearers outside of this podcast because I want this to be a clean podcast. But um, no, I just feel like they they can sometimes kind of bring the mood down a little bit. And I don't know that that's what I want for a dinner party. That's all I'm saying. I think if you listen to their lyrics, they do. But yeah, well, I, again, of- and we've talked about this before. I can't listen to a song without listening to the lyrics. Yeah, I and I can. 
I well, good for you. <laughs> good for you. So the first song that I knew by um, Vampire Weekend is A Punk, which is a great song. Uh, I think that this was on your list too. Uh, it was. It was on my list of uh, songs of theirs I'd like, but not necessarily one that I thought was especially funny. That's true. That's true. But it's such a good song that I think I'm gonna. I think I'm going to play a part of it, All just right. because. Why not? Um, I don't know where to play a part of it. I did not write any notes for it. But here we are. Because I think this was definitely the first one that I heard by them. And I appreciate it. And I think it sets the tone really well for some of their more bright music. Okay. So here right we from go. the top works for me. Okay. One thing I do think is a little bit funny is if you've, have you seen the video for A-Punk? I have not. <gasps> okay. So it's very like, um, stop motion-y and it's the guys just playing and they're all wearing like pastels and like button, like, like maybe a polo underneath of a sweater. So that's a little bit weird, but you know, it was a fashion thing. It's fine. I'm going to allow it. Okay. Um, but they like very, they do very like stop motion-y uh, I was gonna say some. I was gonna say motions, uh, but okay. they play their instruments in a very stop motiony fashion. Um, and I'm not sure if they just played and then they edited it that way. But it is a very cute video from that standpoint. I think that that's a fun way to do it because it does kind of get that musical vibe across. Because if you translated that to an actual action, I would think stop motion would be appropriate. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Those well, are my I will thoughts. Have to check out that video. Yeah, it'll Maybe. be linked in the show notes, Kurt. All right. Yeah. I, I can't wait for this episode to come out. It's going to be great. <laughs> I, might I should even mention watch it that we both then. do listen to the shows after we release them <laughs> because why not? Why wouldn't we? It's fine. <laughs> <sighs> and I write the show notes, and sometimes I go back to my show notes and then click the links that I've already done. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Sure, this feels like an effective use of my time. Yeah, if you're, if you're not going to make a podcast that you want to listen to yourself, why do it, right? Why? Yeah, why indeed? <laughs> why indeed? All right, so I had a. I'm going to play a little bit of the song Cape Cod Quasa Quasa. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Oh, I have no idea. Okay, and so I will play a bit, and we will edit out a little snippet of this, but that's all right. So I thought that was just funny the way that uh, he he is propositioning. I I assume this uh, his his partner here is your bed made, is your sweater on? Do you want to f? All right, you know, <laughs> guess I'm right to sure it, right? That so I get the bed, 
I don't get the sweater. Like, what does that... What? I don't know. I don't... Maybe. Is that like a euphemism for something that I have no idea what it is? I don't know. <laughs> I don't... It could be. And that would be funnier. It, it could be. Maybe they've got a... <laughs> Actually... Oh, okay. Sorry. Kurt, this... Kurt is laughing so much at his own thought that he can't go on. Uh, okay. Just an incredibly stupid joke that was... I am that ready. I rem- Oh, man. Okay. Let's let's make a good edit point here, just in case we decide that later that we're not going to include this joke in the... Okay. Uh, okay. This woman goes in for uh, an exam with her doctor. And she's got this rash on her chest, which is in the shape of an M. And the doctor's like, what, what happened to your chest here? And it's like, oh, I... My boyfriend likes to wear his letter sweater when we make love. And the doctor makes note of that. And then uh, a little bit later, uh, another woman comes into this doctor's office. And a woman comes in and she's got this rash that's kind of the shape of an H on her chest. And the doctor's like, well, what's going on here? And the woman says, oh, I, my boyfriend from Harvard, he likes to wear his letter sweater when we make love. And doctor's like, okay. Uh, next patient comes in, and it's a woman, and she's got a an M on her chest again. <laughs> and the uh, the doctor says, oh, I think I know what's going on here. Let me guess, your boyfriend is from Michigan, and she says, uh, no, but my girlfriend is from Wisconsin. Oh. <laughs> All right, we'll have an editor's meeting afterwards to see whether that joke stays in or not. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. All right. Okay. I had not heard that joke. For good reason. Yeah. For, For good, good reason. reason. But it was still funny. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Have you seen the video for giving no. up the... No. <laughs> I haven't even said the song. I haven't seen a single uh, yeah, Vampire Weekend. Okay, so you are video. really missing out specifically on this one because in this in this specific music video, Joe Jonas, Jake Gyllenhaal, and and RZA from Wu Tang Clan are all in it. Really? Yes. Wow. Oh my gosh! Let me pull it up. They don't seem like uh, bands that uh, really... They, they wouldn't show up on related acts in, in the Wikipedia Well, page. they certainly did in this video. Um, Rizza plays like this sensei... Uh, sensei. Sensei, uh, like tennis instructor slash ref for a tennis match that's happening. Vampire Weekend are just playing in the background and we're watching this ridiculous tennis match between this woman and random people that come in the first of which I believe is Joe Jonas. And then it's like a bunch of other people. And then, and then Jake Gyllenhaal appears and he is like really like serious and like kind of ridiculous and over the top. Um, And I'm just going to play it from the top.
It's just amazing because Joe Jonas is being such a like a dick in the fir- in like the very beginning of this episode or this uh, music video, um, and he like loses right. Everybody loses to this girl, and he like won't even make eye contact when he's shaking her hand. <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, didn't really like the Jonas Brothers before, <laughs> but I appreciate that he was like very into this role like you could tell that he was taking it seriously um and he was like really selling it so i was very appreciative of that joe jonas good work jake gyllenhaal was funny um he was wearing very very short shorts and i'm like (laughs) this feels inappropriate on so many different levels um and then rizzo was there and he like teleported several times during the match which was lovely all right like teleporting like to be to make line calls and things like that yeah all right (laughs) It was ridiculous. And I'm not, and like, I think Vampire Weekend were like, hey, so here's the deal. Um, we want all of these people in our music video, but like, we don't really want to do anything. <laughs> Can we just yeah. like. The label play? said we got to have these guys in the video and yeah, that's cool, that but uh, I don't We're just going to play in like a different room that looks kind of like the same room. And then like, maybe at the end of the match, we'll play in that room. But like, Yeah. <laughs> Because they're just playing their instruments, like, no big deal, and singing. Like, no big deal. (laughs) Like, like this weird tennis match thing that I don't even know how it's related to the song is happening. So, that was lovely. Yeah. And probably their funniest video. Okay. (laughs) If you haven't seen it, check it out, listener. I will check it out. Also, Kurt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm listening, also. (laughs) That is true. You are a listener as well. Listener Kurt... I want you to specifically... (laughs) Oh, they said my name on the podcast. (laughs) Hey, Kurt, we say your name a lot on this podcast. Because it's called Kurt and Jen Make a Podcast. Oh, this is going to be so exciting when this gets released. (laughs) So I did want to... I did want to go through the genres that uh, that is on the Wikipedia page. Oh, please. Yes. So Indie Rock... Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Indie pop. Sure. Sure. Uh, art pop. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. Okay. Here's one that I hadn't heard before. Baroque pop. What is Baroque pop? Did you Google what that means? Yes. Well, I just had to click the link because oh. it's got... But yeah, it's uh, Baroque pop, sometimes called Baroque rock, is a fusion genre that combines rock music with the particular elements of classical music, which... I don't know that I, uh, I I hear a lot of in uh, in this. I mean, uh, I want to use the term Baroque pop now all of the time, so I am that is going into my regular vocabulary. Yeah, I'm just not sure I know how to use it because it says uh, uh, between the 1990s and 2010s, Baroque pop has enjoyed a revival with bands like The Divine Comedy and Panic at the Disco. So, really, Panic at the Disco? 
Yeah, right. So I'm still, even after reading this article, I think I'm less sure of what Baroque pop is. Oh, yeah, I think I am now too. <laughs> thanks for thanks for that. <laughs> okay, and then also in the and uh, world beat and alternative rock. I mean, world beat, but okay. Uh, yeah. Alternative rock, sure. I'll give them okay. alternative rock. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's Vampire Weekend, I guess. I would. It should be a game where you like have the different bands mixed up with you know uh, opposite their genres as listed by Wikipedia and see if you can make the connection because I bet <gasps> that would be hard to do. Oh, I think I'm gonna make a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't even know what to call that. Um, a game. A word match. Okay. Oh, yeah. There you there go. There we go. I was like, hold on. It's worth it. It's worth it. I can think of words and put them together <laughs> and then say them out loud. That's what I do on this podcast every week. <laughs> this, is what, this is one of the great things about being in a collaboration with Jen is if you have an interesting idea that you don't feel like following up on, <laughs> Jen will likely do it. <laughs> I don't know if that was a compliment or not. But I'm going to accept it as one. Oh, you're a go-getter. I, I absolutely <laughs> think that that's a compliment. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. I, I have another song that I wanted oh, to play. Um, this is the song Horchata. And uh, before we start, are you a fan of Horchata? The I beverage? love Horchata. The drink. Yes. Yeah. I figured you were. As in fact, I think I've I've sat down with you over a beverage and you had some horchata. I believe that was when uh, we were discussing if we were going to do an improv team together. Yes, a duo that's team. Right. Yes. And you were so, like, what the heck did you order? And I was like, horchata. And you were like, what is that? And I'm like, seriously? You live in Tucson, bro. No, I, well, I know what horchata is. <laughs> it was more like, really? You're getting horchata at the cup? That's. It doesn't seem, I don't know, authentic, I guess. What are you supposed to get at the cup? A uh, cup of coffee. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's right there in the name. We're in Tucson. Horchata is appropriate. Okay. Clearly you were right. And this was also in December. It's a, It was a cold beverage in December. Look. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I think it was November. Anyway, moving on. Okay. So uh, from the top of... Horchata. In December, drinking horchata, I'd look sarcastic in a balaclava. Winter's cold is too much to handle. Then she grabs the shot his sandals. So, I, I think, you're, so I remember us having the that beverage of horchata in December, and that's what Vampire Weekend remembers as well. So, that, <laughs> well, clearly Vampire Weekend knows what our plans were then, um, and so, I think you're probably right because it was during uh, Tim auditions again when they do that every year. So, yep. yeah, so you're probably right. I mean, uh, Vampire Weekend is right. So, <laughs> so I also like the uh, the rhyme of uh, drinking horchata. I'd like sarcastic. I'd look psychotic in a balaclava. That so, is pretty solid. Yeah. So it, I'm picturing him on the beach wearing sandals and this balaclava, just like a ski mask and having pincher crabs coming up and pinching his toes. So yeah, humorous, 
imagery and it I is like pretty, that rhyme. Pretty humorous imagery. Also, if you're like that, like wrapped up, why do you need a horchata? Although, in fairness, why did I need a horchata? <laughs> That's because I believe saying. we, I believe we also did uh, trivia at the same general venue like a couple weeks later and i was in like two coats and boots i think i was in tucson because i am a baby and i do not like (laughs) to be cold i am from miami i went to high school in chicago but how did you survive yeah how did you survive those winters in chicago let me just tell you okay first of all I learned to drive in the snow during a blizzard, which was great. Um, and then I, I didn't literally think that you would. I wasn't commenting on your driving. It was okay. more just the cold. <laughs> okay, so okay. Also, in high school in, uh, in the Chicago suburbs, um, I would wear. Pla- okay, you remember when platform uh, sandals were popular? Do you remember this? It was a thing. Um, it was the '90s. I apologize for my life choices, um, and. <laughs> I would wear platform sandals in the snow. Uh, I'm I'm still not understanding how you survived. (laughs) I am not sure. I do not know. And then the other thing is I was in that, um, I was in a show choir where you had like the dresses that we wore for show choir were so thin. They were so thin and you had to wear those and like pantyhose to all of the shows in the freaking winter because you were singing mostly Christmas songs at like different schools and different um, venues downtown and then uh, also nursing homes. And I'm like, how, why was it okay for all of the women to be wearing these tiny, horrible, thin dresses in the snow? And the dudes got to wear suits. And I'm like, you guys look like you're nice and warm. That feels good. Give me your freaking coat. Let's go. Were were they suits or were they tuxedos? No, they were suits. Uh, Okay. Yeah, that doesn't... I mean, they let you wear jackets when you went outside, though, right? Well, right, yes. Okay. But like, so that's why I had my duster. Like, I have, I had that same, uh, I had the same style red long coat because I was cold. All right. And it gets I, a lot of youth here too. Yeah. Even though I grew up in Chicago and at one point in time was very used to the cold, I am done with it. I, uh, I, mean, I do not care to. You don't have to shovel sunshine. <laughs> This right. is the name of Jen's memoir. You don't oh. have to shovel sunshine. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to write that now. And I'm very excited. <laughs> oh. oh, good. So back to Vampire Weekend. Yes. Um, I did have another song that I thought was a little bit amusing. Um, and it is Cousins. And the music video is quite funny because basically they're on a track in an alleyway. And they, they just keep resetting. So like the Ezra is standing on a platform and the track moves and you see all the other band members. And then occasionally another band member is on the track and it moves and you see everybody else next to them. So that's a little bit weird, but there's lots of confetti and I enjoy that. Um, But I think that the lyrics are also just kind of weird and fun. And here is a clip of that at 31 seconds.
So there are so many things that I love about it. Um, in the video, he at one point takes off what you can tell is a very like fake prosthetic arm and then dumps uh, bouncy balls out of it, which is, I don't know why I haven't thought of this magic trick before, um, <laughs> but I'm going to need a prosthetic arm, Kurt. Uh, okay. So <laughs> just write that down. Make sure that I get like that a, a third separate arm or <laughs> is it... Uh... Do you have to do, like remove something in order to make this happen? He, so what his his arm is probably like behind his back, right? Okay. And then he takes the sleeve off, or he takes like the whole arm off, and then just dumps bouncy balls out. And it's just like he does it so seamlessly in the video that I'm like, oh, that's so funny. I don't know. <laughs> um, but the the lyric that I found particularly funny in this was, um, "You greatest hits, 2006, little list maker." Um, and I'm like, are you trying to like dig at people who put you on a greatest hits of 2006 list? Because I'm pretty sure you guys were popular at that time, and maybe that refers to a punk. It feels timeline correct. I did not Google any of this. <laughs> so, okay, well, yeah. actually, 2006 is the year that they formed. Oh, well, then there you go. So they were not huge in 2006. But, okay. Uh, Apparently but they really wanted to be on a greatest hits list. Yeah, okay. maybe it was uh, like a dig at people that didn't include them, even though they had just started. We're going to be huge. Well, I'll show you guys. That's right. I'll show you. <laughs> I, and then I love the I love the, the chorus of me and my cousins and you and your cousins. It's a line that's always running. And I'm like, I just, I don't. The way that he says it, it's just so happy and fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I, I do like that line. And, and by the way, I do enjoy the song. I hadn't heard it before, but it was, uh, I, I do enjoy that line. Oh, you were born with 10 fingers and you got to use them all. That's a good idea. I like Use that. all of your fingers. Absolutely. I mean, uh, don't just use the index finger and like. <laughs> Do the hunt and peck method when you're like no. when you're typing that it takes too much time use all of your fingers and also the very <laughs> I, the very first line of this song you found a sweater on the ocean floor so if he's still into that sweater thing that means that uh you know what is not, the not sweater getting thing? Any. <laughs> i still don't know what the what sweater thing is well the sweater thing being that he's into you know getting it on with a sweater on. i got that part but i don't but, get why it's fun okay i don't no i don't know either but it's it seems a, sweaty and inappropriate it okay. just seems it seems sweaty and unhygienic i don't know and, unless it's in december and then you know it just really needed to keep warm I don't yeah know. like maybe they're outside i don't know i've got so many questions <laughs> ezra if you could please Contact us at curtainjenpod at gmail.com uh, and explain to us what your sweater thing is. I just want to know. just want to know. I feel like I'm missing out on something here. <laughs> All right. So one of the things that I was going to implement as part of this podcast is a section where we could just play songs that we like from the band yes. and talk about them a little bit. Cause I was, uh, there are a number of songs that I'd like, but don't necessarily, uh, you know, think are funny, which is of course the purpose of this podcast. Wh so oh, Fred, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. <laughs> so I just wanted to play a song that I like, and this also showed up on your list of songs that you like that you didn't necessarily think were, uh, funny, but this is 
the slave. it was a uh you know a very a very poppy you know fun kind of groove to it that i like quite a bit and not having to listen to the sad lyrics it just makes me happy <laughs> yeah i so i loved this song and i played it like on heavy rotation in december and i kept like wondering like huh why do i always feel kind of bad when i'm driving and I realized it's because my brain can't shut off the lyrics to Vampire Weekend. And then I'm just really sad for this guy. And like, I'm just like. <laughs> and then that's what my brain does the whole time that the song plays. Um, I appreciate the song. I love it. I think it's a great song. Um, but it makes me a little bit sad. Yeah. yeah. And after having uh, perused the lyrics, I can totally understand why. Yeah. But, right. But that is what an interesting uh, you know, so why did they choose to make you know this poppy upbeat song with these really sad lyrics? And uh, you know, I guess they're just trying to. I guess they wanted to get Jen upset, but not Kurt. Is what? <laughs> <laughs> that's I. That's one hundred percent what they were thinking. They did not know either of us, but they knew that out there somewhere was a podcast that was going to form, um, <laughs> in which one of them could not listen to a song without listening to the lyrics. I think that is one hundred percent what they thought. Um, but my my favorite funny. Vampire Weekend thing has nothing to do with Vampire Weekend. Um, and I'm going to... Was that my Halloween costume? Okay. My, <laughs> my second favorite Vampire Weekend thing, other than Kurt's costume, which was delightful, um, <laughs> is, have you ever seen the TV show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? No. I oh, am aware of it, but I don't... I've never seen my, it. Okay. So Adam Schlesinger is the... Uh, or was the the person behind the music. And it has great music, but it also has a Vampire Weekend reference in which the main character, Rebecca, has no idea what Vampire Weekend is um, and that it's a band. And so she describes that it's a, um, it is a weekend retreat in which you pretend to be vampires. And I'm going to play a two-second clip of that. Okay. To Vampire Weekend. To Vampire Weekend. To Vampire Weekend. Ah! It was stuck on a loop, but I still stand by it. Vampire Weekend. Um, so they cut to they cut to an actual Vampire Weekend where people are camping as vampires. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, I think it's awesome. So I think that what you described at the, at the beginning, where you know they she did not understand the band Vampire Weekend, that describes the Halloween party where I dressed up as the Vampire Weekend. I'm really sorry that nobody else got it, Kurt. It was I, I was like standing in a group of people, and one person was like, I, "You kind of look like the Weekend," but I don't. And then then <gasps> someone else was like, "You know," after I explained it, like, "Oh, Vampire Weekend. Oh, yeah, I know that band." And it's like, no, no one person knew both. So. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I think my kids were burnt out by that time. And so we had to leave very quickly. <laughs> okay. um, 
we made a very brief appearance. And then my two wizards, or I'm sorry, my wizard and my grim reaper fell asleep in the car. So there you have it. Ah. Mm-hmm. They were not happy. <laughs> You're going to have to train them to stay up late when you have your uh, your next Halloween party. With, with the... Calibris? They're going to yeah. be forced to stay awake. Because I am going to play a little bit of uh, Violet Hellfire. Give me just a second to cue that up. they're gonna sleep through that kurt no i i don't think that uh anyone's gonna be able to hear anything else through that that's the point kurt (laughs) okay so are you gonna do this and the food truck in the same party yeah obviously so what i would do is i would okay i have this all planned mentally Uh um i want calibris to play on our back deck and then the food truck goes into the little food truck parking area. And so there, there will be enough distance where you will be able to order your food without shouting over calories. Okay. That's, that's the, what I was envisioning. Yeah. What do you, what do you want? <laughs> okay. All right. And then where could people hang out and talk without having to, <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't, wouldn't enjoy listening to calories, but uh, you know. They're wanna... so good. You were... okay? But yeah, no, if you want to talk, sure. You would talk in the in the patio area, okay. in between those two venues. So if you wanted to go rock, you could go rock over by the deck. And if you want to talk, then you go <laughs> over to the patio. <laughs> I is the is the name of this podcast now? Jen gets called out for saying things funny. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's a lot longer of a name, Kurt. And we're going to have to have some words about that. It'll be a subtitle. (laughs) Parenthetical. Mm. All right. Well, uh, I didn't have anything else. Did you have any other songs that you wanted to play? from? No. And I got to play Calibris. There you go. It was a good day. It's a good day. So uh, I, I was just scanning through a little bit of the, some of their Wikipedia entries and did you know that uh, the that Contra was nominated for a Grammy for Best Alternative Album, but lost oh, wow. to but lost to the Black Keys Brothers? I uh, deserved to lose because the Brothers <laughs> it was a great album. Oh, brothers was such a good album. That was the one that said, "Brothers, this is an album by the Black Keys." <laughs> that's what the that's what the record. Yes, the I record. understand. Okay. <laughs> we, we've talked about this yes okay. all right you can go back and listen to our black keys episode <sighs> <laughs> and then in 2014 they actually won a grammy for best alternative music album of modern vampires of the city mm. so nice. yeah they're and they actually were the musical guest on saturday night live back in 2013 so they're uh i, I which i that escaped me i did not realize that they, and I'm sure I saw that episode, but uh, did not stick with me that they they played. So, yeah, they're probably a little bigger band than I uh, originally gave them credit for. But uh, but again, 
no one at my party except you knew them. <laughs> I'm sorry. And you didn't even get that validation because uh, I didn't even get to tell you because I was chasing my children around. What are you going to do? <laughs> I apologize. All right. Have you seen them in concert? I have not yet seen them in concert. And I would really like to because I feel like they would be fun. Yeah, I think they would too. I think they'd be, you know, kind of chill though. You know, not... Uh, Probably not put on a big stage show, but... Uh, no, I don't imagine that they would. But I really hope to see a Vibraslap in real life again. Because um, it's been a while <laughs> since Cake. And I'd like to see one in the wild, as it were. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I stand by that. So, is it time to rate the Vampire it Weekend? It is time, Kurt. And I know it's not the Vampire Weekend, but it sounds right, though. The Vampire, Does the Vampire Weekend? Weekend? No, Vampire Weekend sounds right. Because when you say The Vampire Weekend, then I think that you are going to the campground to oh. pretend to be vampires for The Weekend. So that's only a one-time thing? It's not They don't do that on a regular basis? <laughs> no, I, th- I mean, I think that... The, I don't know. You could do that at Monster Rangers Camp. Camp out as okay. a vampire. Every time, if you wanted to. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. All right. Jen, would you like to go first? I will regretfully go first. Um, I think that they are a wonderful band, and I would give them a 9 out of 10 for rocking. Um, But for humor, I am going to give them... I am stuck in between two numbers. Uh, I'm going to give them a 4. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I was... uh... I I don't like them quite as much as you do, but they're uh, they're they are a good band. I think we'll probably listen to them a little bit more. And I had them way lower on the humor scale. Uh, I have them as a one and a half. You did not see the videos, Kurt. That is correct. I did not see the videos. And I think if you see the one with RZA, you will raise them at least at one point. So I might raise RZA a point, but I'm not sure that I'm going to raise. <laughs> Vampire Weekend, who was playing, just playing music in the background. So, I don't know, man, but they made it happen. They got Joe Jonas and Jake Gyllenhaal and RZA. Yeah, that's. I don't give them much, uh, a lot of points for having them in the video. Okay, fair. So. All right. So that was our listener pick of Vampire Weekend. And that means the next pick is Kurt's. That's correct, which means it is time for me to quickly go through my list and pick a band. So I am going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb a little bit here. Uh-oh. So the, this is, this, we're going to pick a band that is mainly based on one album that I absolutely loved when I was in college. Uh, and they've got a lot of other stuff, but I'm going to pick the band De La Soul. Okay. Okay. I am I not could... as familiar with De La Soul, so this is going to be an interesting week for me. Okay. So the I could tell by the, the tone in your voice that you are almost completely unaware of De La Soul. Is that about right? That feels right. Okay. Can you name one De La Soul song? I cannot. Okay. So I will, uh, I will suggest that you listen to Three Feet High and Rising which is a phenomenal album. And uh, I'm going to expand my knowledge because I, I mainly know that that album quite a bit. But we will 
get into a little de la on our next episode. Are you excited? I am excited, Kurt. (laughs) Outstanding. I am trying to not yell. (laughs) Can you tell? That's right. We're going to do a band that Jen's never heard of before. So So she's a little terrified. (laughs) Okay. Well, it'll be fun. It will be. So until next time, this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And And we we just just made made a podcast. podcast. Okay. One. That's our show. It's time to go. Gosh, that hour really went by fast. Hope you had fun. This ep is now done. Kurt and Jen made a podcast. Perfect. Is it though? Oh, my voice hurts my